Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world today. This is David Robert for the Marketplace of Ideas podcast, and I hope you're having a great day today. Today we're going to be talking about some fun and interesting stuff relating to what's going on in the world of art and culture. But before we get started with that, I just want to let you know that the Marketplace of Ideas podcast can be downloaded and listened to on any of your major plat, um, platinum, sorry, any of your major platforms right now, including iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean. I believe we're on a few more. I have to really actually check to see, but you can you can find us anywhere. Just look us up for the Marketplace of Ideas podcast and you can find us check out some of our back issues, uh, back episodes that we got going on there. So today we're going to be chatting about something that's been in the news, but also that has been a sort of like a constant over the last two or so years when it comes to COVID and the pandemic and restrictions and mandates and vaccine passports, all that kind of stuff. But it's not in direct relation to any of those, but it's the byproduct of what's happened or the by or the perceived byproduct of what's happened over the last couple of years. And that is dealing with, I guess you could say mental health, but dealing with the anxiety and the worry and the fear that's taken place in due part to the, to the, um, to the pandemic. Now I know a lot of people who, um, were on online quite a bit and kind of follow various channels on YouTube and whatnot, you can get lost in a deep and very deceptive rabbit hole of misinformation about people that are utilizing various means to get you to listen to what they're saying and to kind of fall into this ideal that it is something that's not real or it's the next the next thing that's going to wipe out humanity that it's an attack against people's you know rights and whatever your 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 feelings on all of that is the bottom line is is that there is a real definite and quite pronounced attitude that's prevailing within our society with our culture in regard to the mental health and the sort of like the repercussions of what's been going on over the last few years. And so I just want to get into that and talk about it at length and see kind of where where we can find some solutions to deal with some of the problems that this pandemic has sort of brought forth. And so in preparation for this, I had a little article that I um, sort of was able to dig up here about mental health. So let me just grab that here. So, let's see. And how it is impacting people. Okay. Sorry about this. So this was written on February the 10th, 2021, and it's called The Implications of COVID-19 for Mental Health and Substance Abuse. And it was written by Rachel Garfield, published February 10th, 2021, by uh, KFF.org. And so, let me see here, I'll just read a couple of 
just a few sort of cliff notes here and then we'll get into it. The COVID-19 pandemic and the resulting economic recession have negatively affected many people's mental health and created new barriers for people already suffering from mental illnesses and substance disorders. During the pandemic, about four in 10 adults in the U.S. have reported symptoms of anxiety or depressive disorder, a share that has been largely consistent up from one in 10 adults who reported these symptoms from January uh, to June 2019. Uh, Figure A, a KFF health tracking poll from July 20th, also found that many adults are reporting specific negative impacts on their mental health and well-being, such as difficulty sleeping, 36%, or eating, 32%, increases in alcohol consumption or substance abuse, uh, 12%, and worsening chronic conditions, 12% due to worry and stress over the coronavirus. As the pandemic wears on, ongoing and necessary public health measures expose many people to extreme uh, situations linked to poor mental health outcomes such as isolation and job loss. This brief um, exploration into mental health and substance abuse prior to the COVID-19 pandemic was roughly at about, let me see, they have a little chart here that shows that 11% of people reported symptoms of anxiety disorder or and or depressive disorder um, back in June of 2019. Then when we bring it up to January 2021, it was brought up to almost 41% of people were feeling that anxiety and disorder and depressive sort of um, feelings. They said that young adults have experienced a number of pandemic-related consequences, such as closure of universities and loss of income that may contribute to poor mental health. Um, During the pandemic, a larger-than-average share of young adults, ages 18 to 24, reported symptoms of anxiety and or depressive disorder. So it goes on to talk about what kind of society has been going through over the last little bit in due part to the pandemic and also the other worries that have been going on to racial unrest and all the other things going on within the uh, the world today. And so we wanted just to touch on three things that we feel here at the Marketplace of Ideas to kind of help you deal with what's going on in a very purposeful but practical way. So it's not something that you need a lot of money for. In fact, you need no money for it at all. So the first one, the first technique that I found that has helped me is deep breathing exercises. So there's a gentleman by the name of Wim Hof, who is a breath technique specialist, and he has done work with um, various universities about his techniques and how he's been able to oxygenate our, his cells, utilizing um, various breathing techniques to help to bring down his blood pressure, his anxiety, his worry. Um, I might, I, I hope I'm right about this, but I believe he was able to hike a mountain in just his bare shorts in due part to some of his practices. So you can look him up online. He's on YouTube and he's not, I don't think he's selling anything. I think he might have a book out, but that's about it. And for the most part, it's just practicing breathing exercises. And so uh, when my wife had our baby, the first one, we uh, I, I observed her going through breathing exercises when she was giving birth. Um, so there's also techniques for that. There's uh, techniques by uh, you know Buddhists and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu artists, uh, people who have to be in very very 
strict focus scenarios where they have to control their breathing and they have to block everything out. So people who are also able to deal with extreme focus such as neurosurgeons or people who work on on hearts or or transplants or race car drivers or bobsled you know racers or people who race who I'm sorry not race but who are in the military and in the air force and one sort of like shift away from their concentration and their focus could mean death so in studying these people and these individuals it's kind of neat to see how we can regulate how we feel regulate our anxiety and our worry through breathing techniques you know um, filling our diaphragm up with air and just releasing everything and finding ways to calm and bring a sense of peace just through our breath so that's that's one technique in which you can kind of utilize for free it doesn't cost you anything um, if you're not breathing i think we have bigger issues to deal with but nonetheless it's something that you can sort of um, implement immediately excuse me oh pardon me right away the second is something that i learned from a timoth a gentleman by the name of timothy ferris in which it's called a low digital diet um, in reading his book the 4 hour work week there was a segment in which he talked about how he was able to get a lot more work done, gain a lot more productivity by not being bogged down by a bottleneck of emails and countless messages and you know tweets about meetings and meetings about meetings and things of that nature. He was able to say, "Hey, right now I'm going to focus on what I'm doing, what I'm what I'm working on, and I'm going to you know basically have uh, a message that's sent on my email that says I'm available from this time to this time and I'm only going to be accepting a certain amount of emails and that's it you know and so the, the the feeling is if you can limit the amount of information that you are processing because at the rate we're 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 going right now within society it's not healthy to continually you know get um the the, the tweets and messages and the bings on our phones and things of that nature. So if you're able to and if you're able to find some you know the willpower to do so to take all the social media off your phone. In fact, delete it all to tell you the truth, right? Unless you're, you know, maybe you have a business or something and so you have you need to advertise. Okay, cool, but outside of that, spend as little time as you possibly can on any social media as far as news posts and things of that nature, take email off your phone. Uh, I mean, go so far if you can to have one of those things called a dummy phone, where it's just texting and calling, and that's it. And you might, you know, be able to do so. You might also say, "Hey, I'm gonna, um, you know, just have my Google Maps on there or whatever to find if I'm going somewhere." But that's it. And as far as your email, if you have a laptop or a desktop, access your emails there, and give yourself the ability. to say hey you know what from this time to this time i'm available for work online blah 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 but once i'm at home from this time to this time if maybe i'm watching some tv that's fine but as far as any sort of access to social media um excuse me news footage oh, pardon me, stuff like that i'm not with it and what that'll do is it'll give you that that space to occupy where you're not just a slave to whatever breaking news is because i mean come on after 2 years covid's not breaking news anymore 
right? We know what we got to do. People, there are some people who don't want to do it. There's some people that do. So there's no big, you know, break. You know, it, just just think basically your my, my mindset with the whole COVID things. Everybody has it. Do your best to to, to vaccinate. Wash your hands. Keep your distance until this thing burns out, right? And but as far as the, the just the glut of information, we really don't need it. You know, it doesn't benefit you and it doesn't help your life in any way. And in fact, it takes more than it gives. So if you can, um, I would highly, 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 highly recommend a low digital diet. It's something that I'm putting into effect and I'm starting, you know, and I'm, I'm starting to see some, some dividends in that. So, and then the third thing, and this is something that I uh, have struggled with over the last two years and have, have kind of made a commitment to make a change to that is getting enough sleep and downtime. And I know that might seem like a oh, big, you know, big deal, like, okay. But at the end of the day, so much of our stress and anxiety and worry is compounded by the fact that we just don't get enough sleep. We don't get enough time away from a screen where we're not having to, you know, have be inundated by something, you know, like, let's say if you want to work out, okay, it's cool if you got some music playing, or maybe a podcast or something that you're learning, you know, from, but how much information do you really need? Like, you know, and, and, and so the ability to you know, set a, a proper time to go to bed, you know, and then wake up in the morning and, and kind of not be in a state of constant on all the time, you know, because if we're not able to even just, just like relax and let go, you're going to find a lot of trouble and a lot of issues when it comes to being able to recharge and refocus. You're just going to be all over the place, you know? So these are some of the things that I've found that have kind of helped me that I'm implementing right now. Um, hopefully in, in, you know, in the future, we're going to see um, some of the, the mandates kind of lifted and things going in the right direction. And hopefully people are doing what's right. But just wanted to drop this little um, this episode here just to kind of give people a perspective and say, hey, you know what, there are tools that we can utilize that can help us deal with this a little bit better. And we'll probably be touching on a, a few more of these tips as as this um, as this um, pandemic sort of drags on. But you know what? Until next time, uh, thanks for listening. Once again, you can find the Marketplace of Ideas podcast on all major platforms. Um, and just, you know, yeah, stay tuned. we got a lot of good stuff coming. But until next time, take care. Be good to one another out there.